Just recall that these, some of these pieces are dovetailing one another. So he's going to reiterate a point and add on, actually, to something we talked about in the last piece. He says that Avram Avinu was, got rid, you know, sent Hagar away from his home. Now, chesed zeshel Avram shemasar nashel. He's bothered, of course, because Avram Avinu's level of chesed was really to the level of, of almost pikuach nefesh, meaning he's willing to serve these, these, these idol worshippers on a day that he's in extreme pain. These individuals who were bowing to, you know, the avak raglayim, the dirt on their feet, and he put everything into him to a degree of risk when he just had a tremendous surgery at such an old age in order to set them up with a delicious meal. Now, he was willing to go to the nth degree to do chesed, and yet he held himself back from doing chesed. Not only held himself back, but actually proactively did something very, very painful and, and, and hurtful to Hagar by, putting, by sending her away. Galos ubizayon gadol. He sent her into exile, right? He sent her away. Ubizayon gadol. A tremendously embarrassing thing. Rashal menias chayim ruchnim. He also prevented her from spiritually growing from that point. In other words, Avram Avinu was a spiritual giant. She was connected to him. She who gave up everything. She was the Bas Paro. She was a princess. She was willing to give up all of the kavod malachim, all of the honor that was that was her life prior to meeting Avram Avinu. She became a shifcha, like right. She became a, a, a secondary, so to speak, in the house of Avram Avinu. Uh, Shifchav is a maidservant. How is it possible that Avram Avinu was so filled, brimming with chesed? Everything about him was chesed. And yet, he was willing to do such an act that was so harsh to Hagar. Furthermore, he also understood who she was and what her role was. She was building the, she was building, as far as he knew at that time, she was building Klai Yisrael. She didn't have any children. How could he miss out on his Hakaras Atov, his appreciation for who she was? Avram Avinu's meat of Hakaras Atov was, 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 was tremendous. He made, a, he made a deal with Avimelech based on the fact that he had such Hakaras Atov. He ends up being held accountable for that bris that he made with Avimelech. And wait a second, Hakaras Tov, even the worst Rishayim, even the most wicked people, Bilam Arasha, for example, who was the Makor of Midos Ra'os, he was also makir and appreciated the godless and the tov of the avos. So how is it possible that Avram Avinu, who's the makor ha-chesed, the source of chesed, the seminal the person that we look up to in our, in our, in our, in our heritage, that he yigarish mi hagar, to send hagar away? Shehevilo bracha She was the one who's bringing bracha into his house, meaning Avram, Sarah gave hagar to Avram Avinu, she wanted to build a home because she couldn't have children. Zara couldn't have children. She gave Hagar as a second wife to, to Avram Avinu for the express purposes of building the nation. So he, of course, had a karasatov to her. Maya Maya Kol Shalom 
My, w- besides the fact that they would have a child, what's going to happen with Avravinu's legacy? It was all built here on Hagar. My yayim kol abinyan shal ham Yisrael. Ech efshal lechalik b'chesed shal Avraham. Ech efshal, how did Avraham have what what appears to be a, a crack in his midas chesed to do something that was so harsh? To do something that was l'ra nora kazeh. It was just, it was an out, like an unbelievable level of harshness that Avram was doing to, to this, to somebody that he, that he cared about. How is that possible? God willing, we'll continue with this thought tomorrow.